Derek. <clears throat> Cut Carter. Are you ready? Yeah. Why, why you ask me? Damon. Oh. Are you ready? I am. Mace. <laughs> Are you ready? Ah! <laughs> What's up? Mace. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, I'll do it. New Pack Life. Episode 62 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, along with family. We have, beside me, Cut Carter. Bruiser, 62, 62, 62. Hey, I'm using that. 62, 62. Cut through. Uh, at the bottom, we have Mace. To diagonal, we got Demond. What's going on? What's going on? And last but not least, we got the returning man who loves to talk about the Saints. And we got a lot to talk about about the Saints. We got my boy, Jace. Yeah. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? I'm good, man. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we start, we talk about any sports, we got to talk about the recent protest that's been occurring in the United States and across the world. Um, a lot of Black Lives Matters movements and others uh, continue protesting throughout the week since we last recorded as, as a result to the death of George Floyd and other unarmed black and unarmed black women and men. Uh, cut. What would, you, what would you like to say about the recent movements you've been seeing? Well, um, I'm... I'm glad it's still going on. That's kind of the big thing. Usually it lasts a week or it die down quick, but it's like the 11th day now of the protests and stuff. Uh, I think it's having a bigger impact now because of quarantine and uh, social distancing. So people have more time on their hands to do the stuff they want to do uh, or the stuff they're passionate about. So I think that's good, but I am concerned about the fact that um you know, Corona's still going on, so it's like people can still get sick. That's one of the things I'm worried about. Uh, but outside of that, it's a, I think it's a good thing. I'm, I'm happy. Like, I, I haven't really been on the front line, so I ain't gonna speak on that. I don't really know how that is. I, but I like the way it looks and stuff like that. Um, I've been donating and, you know, signing petitions, doing my little part from home. But um, I'm... Glad to see it got momentum because it's like this stuff been going on forever, and I don't know about y'all, but I've been in like situations where it could have went left like that, or I could have got killed. So it's like you start to like reflect back and you be like, oh man, that that could have been me. I was in a similar situation with guns drawn on me and stuff like that. So uh, it's like I enjoy seeing it, I, and I enjoy seeing the people get called out. That's deserve to be called out for the stuff they say. So. That's my spiel on it. <laughs> Mace. Um, me and Allison, to the viewers who don't know who Allison is, that's my girlfriend. We're getting our tickets to go to Baltimore, my hometown. Hey, and 
we're going to the March of Washington 2020. So, I mean, I feel like that sums up how I feel. I've been in the house. I've been donating mostly, but I feel like that's going to be a monumental historic event. I mean, it is. I'm not going to call it a sequel. I guess a movie, but it is the follow up um, of the original March of Washington, which was in '63. Uh, and um, yeah, man, this all we all know this stuff is very important. As Derek said, we uh, we got we have kept the momentum going. And I like I like that. Uh, I think that's my favorite part of, of what's been going on recently. With um, you know, obviously, what kickstarted obviously was George Floyd, but along with Breonna Taylor, along with Ahmaud Arbery, um, I I really appreciate the, the longevity of this, and it needs to keep going. It needs to keep going because people, certain people, will say that you know, uh, you know, don't protest in the streets, do it silently. But at the same time, when we did it silently, people didn't listen. Oof. But um, so, and things are changing. We we they went from no arrest. The, the attorney general saying there's going to be no arrest to him saying it's going to be third degree and manslaughter for one, for that one guy, Derek Chauvin. And they moved from that from him uh, upgrading it from third to second degree, and he arrested the other two officers behind the car who had his hand. So it's all doing something. I don't care what nobody who tries to talk down on this says. It's doing something. This is what we want. We need to keep it pushing. And if anyone else is going out there, August twenty eighth, it's the Marshall Washington. I will see you there. One thing I liked about it was how on social media they've been advocating for them to reopen past cases that we thought would never be reopened. Like um, they, I saw a petition to get the uh, the one where the man died. They when they, he died, they killed him and they put him in a wrestling mat and they didn't charge nobody for that in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So I like how I like that uh, how. They're not letting just the, the case that are occurring now just got like, I mean, drive them. They're going after the cases in the past that happened years ago and be like, oh, this didn't go down right. And another thing I liked about the movement was the camaraderie of it all. I seen yesterday on um, Twitter, a man, and it was, a man was being interviewed after his house burned down and he like gave out a heartfelt interview saying he put everything he has into the house and it got burned down. Then um, somebody started to go fund me and now he has, I think it's in the hundreds of thousands he has. Yeah, I donated this morning. It was like at 350000 when I donated. That's, that's what we got to do. Yes, that was cool. I like that. You know what I'm saying? During these times and stuff. And he was crying, almost about to cry on the news. Yeah. I was like, that one kind of was like, okay. I don't usually do the GoFundMe things because I don't be, a lot of times, sometimes they scam and stuff. But now I feel like, you know, something better than nothing. I don't, I'm just, you know, we can't, I can't give, Fifty thousand dollars, like some people, but I could I could potentially get fifty, like Virgil. So, <laughs> Virgil, um, Demond, B, Jason, would you like to share any of your thoughts? Jason B on mute, so just let y'all know. I would just like to say, don't forget about Corona. You know, at the time like this, um, and I believe Derek says it best when we're talking in the group chat and stuff. You still have to be mindful of stuff that can happen, you know, people have lost their parents and grandparents and people near and dear to them. So just be mindful of that while fighting for this cause. Um, in addition to that, just use your platform to whatever way you see best. Uh, we're here on the podcast. People have been all over social media, but just do it in a way that you feel betrays you best um, and be safe while doing it. B? 
Y'all basically said everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just feel like this movement, well, not really much of the movement, but like the protests and the stuff like that, it shows how bad police brutality is because people at the protests are getting snatched up for no apparent reason, going to jail. They had a partner, he just he just went to jail for, he got arrested on Saturday. He had to spend the rest of Saturday and Sunday in jail. And he and it was for crossing the street. They tackled him and all that, whole bunch of bull, you know. So I, I just feel like it opens opens eyes more. And was it in Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Then um, the sports world was really affected by these protests as well. NFL, NBA, every major sports in the United States of America have taken <laughs> notice. You said what? You went in and out on your voice. I say every sports league in the the United States of America has taken notice to these protests. Uh, The NFL, who, as we know, famously blackballed Colin Kaepernick from the NFL, they released a statement today after multiple NFL stars did a a Black Lives Matter video saying they, they will not be silent anymore and they will continue to speak on things that affect them and their community and their, their livelihoods. So it's a lot of change, but it's also some ignorance. And that's when we um, transition to Drew Brees and his comments. Um, Drew Brees, he, he, was on, he went on Yahoo Finance and said he, he, will not, he said he will not, he doesn't respect anybody that will kneel during the national anthem, I believe, was his comments. Am I correct, guys? Yeah, would never respect or, or accept or stand with or something like that with somebody that uh, disrespects the nation or the flag or something. Like yeah, that. and he cited how his grandparents fought in World War II and how the flag gives him so much pride that he won't respect anybody that kneels. Then as soon as that video released, uh, social media lit him up. LeBron James called him out. Michael Thomas called him, called him out. Tyran Matthew. Uh, Steven Jackson, Ed Reed, just the whole storm came and he, he later apologized the next day and released a statement on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Jay, so I'm gonna start with you on this one. How you, how you thought about uh, Drew Brees' comments? I know this really hurt everybody, really anyone from New Orleans because Drew Brees repped the city like no other person. We thought we looked at him as family. So how did uh, his uh, comment? How did his comments affect you? Well, I want to start off by saying that Jews always thought like this. He's done it before. I think uh, past years when all this, when everything started happening with Colin, but I feel like he just he set himself up for one. The uh, reporter, whoever the guy was doing it, asked him the question. He set himself up. All Drew had to do was either say no comment or just go because. At the end of the um, at the end of his answer, he said he gave he gave a respectable answer for the civil rights movement and all that type of stuff. But the beginning of the answer was just so like he just missed the whole mark. He just messed up, and especially at the timing that it is right now with the protesting and police brutality, all that type of stuff going on right now. He just he just asked for it honestly. If, I, if I'm gonna say that he just asked for it, and I don't know if an apology will work for everybody. I mean, this man has been in my life for most of my life, watching him play for the, my favorite team. So his apology would probably work for me, 
but people that barely know Drew, that especially not fans of Drew, stuff like that, yeah, they want to. Yeah, good. Uh, for me, uh, like Jay said, it was very uh heartbreaking. You know what I'm saying? We grew up watching Drew Brees. Like, for me to get into college, they asked us to write a paper on the one person you're inspired by, one person you you know you learned a lot from. And I picked Drew Brees like over LeBron at the time, and that was 2014, 13, somewhere in there. I wrote it. So, like, LeBron was, like, my favorite for what he was doing, but, like, for what Drew Brees did, because my, my, my thing was written about my city and, like, giving back to my city and my community and how I'm going to try to change things. And if you look at Drew Brees, Drew Brees kind of did that for New Orleans. He was kind of like the rebirth revival of New Orleans. Like, I know people say it's bigger than sports, but to New Orleans, the Saints meant everything that season. Like, you know, some people from New Orleans might not like the Saints, but the way – the city felt and the way the vibe was after he was there and after he won the Super Bowl and everything, it was like unmatched as far as like, cause like when the Saints winning, it's like people don't really stress about much for the most part. It's like New Orleans is upbeat and like Louisiana is upbeat. So the closest feeling we had to that is this year, this year's past with uh, LSU. But um, I'm dis- I was disappointed and he apologized. And I, like Jay said, he been felt like this. He said this four years ago when, um. They asked him about kneeling, and he couldn't see it then. And the thing is, I don't I, – I, I did hold it against him. I was mad about that. But the crazy thing is, the players didn't say nothing either. They felt the same way as he, he did. Some of the people in the video he, that just dropped didn't kneel or do nothing about it either. Back in 2016 when Cap was doing it. Yeah, nobody said nothing. The only person that stood up with Cap was Eric Reed, Malcolm Jenkins, Kenny Stills. So it's not really that many people that was down with the cause for real. But I feel like now, 2020, people feel like it's a new year. People got time to reflect. People stuck in the house. You're not, you're training at your house. You don't really go nowhere. You're not interacting with many people. So you got time to reflect. And you reflect and you realize, dang, this is all Kaepernick was doing. And then in Bree's case, oh, well, I don't care. I just don't want you to disrespect the flag. And that's like rock bottom. So for me, um, I don't necessarily accept his apology right now. I think he got to show me. Show me that you with the cause. I agree. Matt Ryan donated $500,000 today. Show me, do do something like that. Speak with your wallet. Because, I mean, that's the only way you're going to prove it. I know you. Like, I know your money means, outside of family, your money probably the most important thing after that. So, speak with your wallet. You got the money. You got more money than Matt Ryan. You could, you could do that. Because, um... Matt didn't say nothing like that, and I I respect that. He you never heard him say nothing like that, even if he do feel that way. But it's better to just be quiet than speak negatively or in the like. Cause people saying he's just giving his opinion. Well, if your opinion is against the movement, it's not an opinion. It's a it's a, it's like a against what everybody else got going on. And if you like against us, you you ain't with us. And you if you against us, like you know what I'm saying, it's up. Like we not basically the enemy. Right, you the enemy. And now everybody backpedaling. He backpedaled. Jake Fromm backpedaled. Roger Goodell backpedaled. Everybody on backpedal. But that's that don't prove nothing because everybody doing it because you don't want to look like a racist. So, I, go ahead. Oh, I was about to say I agree with what Shannon Sharp said earlier today. He was like, as as the season begins to like pick up steam to come back, I think Josh Allen, what he did, draft day, gonna start come back and get him. 
um other other um it was remember they they his his stock dropped in the draft he was in 2017 because they released a racist post he had on his twitter uh, and i mean joe had a, ra a, a borderline racist post but he was the first person to speak out joe burrow yeah the first so. person to say i don't understand what the issue is and i doubt he even talked to the team before he made his statement the Bengals. it looked like he just tweeted it because that's how he felt and i think this last season him probably playing with that lsu team and seeing how many black people who was on that team opened his eyes some like his best friends on the team were Thaddeus Moss and Clyde Edwards Lair. Mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, the reason he looked so well, you know what I'm saying? They helped him look good. So I think you play, and like they say, the NFL is 70% black. How you play with all the black people and they're gonna come out and say something like that? He treated like a job, just go in. Yeah, and as I say, he probably plays and goes home about his business. He don't hang with them. And he older than everybody pretty much on the team. Drew, 41. Everybody else on the team, and they, the oldest person might be 35, mm -hmm. 36. So you're in a black city, bro. You can't move like that. And that's what, you know what I'm saying, that's what kind of make it worse. So people that got beef with Drew Brees, that's fine. But most people I that's coming out and talking a lot, too, because we live in Atlanta, there's a lot of Saints haters. But I don't, it don't affect my team at all. I'm still cheering for my team. It's the New Orleans Saints, not the Drew Brees Saints. So... With or without Drew, if this is last season or whatever, still my squad. That, that's another thing I want to say. People DeMar, just, uh, I hate them now, and I'm like, bro, okay. <laughs> DeMar? Well, um, from the football perspective, um, the timing of Drew Brees saying something like this, uh, with people already questioning what we had fans at the game, so now – and the light that he's received, um, that may not be as positive. Um, you also look at how, I'm sorry. Is it still going off? You good. Okay. Um, how does Lyman protect for him? Uh, how does teammates play around him as a, it'd be different. To me, it would still be negative, but it'd be different if he was a running back or a cornerback or something like that. He is a quarterback. He is the leader of a team, um, a leader he's of a city. He's in the NFL record books. Like, everybody like, – like, people knock Drew Brees, but it wasn't just because of his – it wasn't because of his personality, like because of the stats. But as a person, people really love Drew Brees. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you – but as far as the football aspect, I think – Regardless, Michael Thomas and, you know, people can say, you know, you know earned. Uh, we hear what we have to say. He spoke with us. But stuff like that, until we see that chemistry on the field and if it's just as good, I mean, now you have something that you have to work back on. You have to rebuild that chemistry. And the first, the first sign of something going left, it could be drawn back to that. We're going to hear it from media. We're going to hear it from other teams. And so – um, one of the biggest things I think in football when you look at a player is their character and how they respond to adversity. And this not only affects Drew Brees, but it will affect the entire Saints team. So we'll just have to see how they move going forward. What, what, if, I, if I can just address something DeMond said, um, Bruce, you referenced Shannon Sharp's uh, five-minute video earlier. I watched the same thing. I loved it just as much as you did probably. How do y'all feel about Shannon Sharp's suggestion that, hey, bro, 
you should probably just hang it up because then maybe things won't be the same after this. Do y'all think that was a little bit too much for him to say that? Or do you how to what extent do y'all agree or disagree with that statement? Uh I can I I'll go first. Um when it first happened, my mama said Drew Brees should retire. Cause like and my, 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 you know my mama, she we love the Saints. Like that's that's like that's our culture around, like that's our family tradition, love the Saints. And she she, she said our best player in franchise history, leads the league in and all these awards and stats and record books just hang up the cleats because what he said was just poor timing. Um, I think he – I agree with Shannon Starr to an extent. Um, I don't think – I know they came out and said they had a team meeting with Sean Payton and everything, They and they accept his apology. But deep down, they don't accept his apology for real. So like like the uh, Demond, you kept retweeting this um Michael Jordan when he was like, uh he said it then, but, but he, like I forgot what he said, but it's, that's not his true intentions. Basically, that was the gist of it. If he would, right. if that was if those were his true intentions, he would have said it from the jump. He wouldn't say nothing at all. So him retiring, I think, I think that's, I think that's very much in play. I don't think because if because let's say we start zero two, and he he's been playing poorly. Like Demond said, the media gonna be eating that up. And he might hang it up like mid-season type of thing. Like he couldn't do it. He couldn't handle the pressure. Because just recently in New Orleans, uh, like two days ago, they, they had an F. Drew Brees chant going. So I think he lost the city. He lost He lost the team. And he has to, like Derek, like Cut said, he, he got to prove it. He got to prove it with his wallet, with his actions, and his, uh, his, like his terrible efforts. Because I don't think Drew is racist by any stretch of the imagination. I just think he's tone deaf. And he's, he's just like stuck in his way like how old people are. Like, the joke be like uh, boomers. They stuck in their ways. They don't want to change. I think he's one of them. So yeah, that's what I gotta say. I'll go next. I feel like I don't think he should retire. But as Derek said, if his intentions are true, on hey, I want to show that hey, I'm willing to understand where you guys are coming from. You don't just fall in with the rest of the crowd. You are one of these forefront leaders you should be retweeting and posting on your story i know celebrities don't do that as much as we do but i haven't heard anything from him regarding the video that these players put out yesterday i haven't heard anything from him today as far as roger goodell's video nothing you know now he's back under the curtain so will we hear from drew Brees again it, does he feel like him not saying anything is the solution in my opinion i don't think you can do that and move forward successfully you have to be willing to, and, and I just want to say when I read his when I read his uh his statement, it just didn't it didn't sound sincere to me. It sounded like he was trying to um, defend his comments, and to me, the yeah. first step is acceptance and saying that you were wrong, and he still hasn't done that. So, like I said, I don't know the conversations that he's had with players like Michael Thomas, Demario Davis behind closed doors. But until we are able to see him do something money-wise or um, media-wise stepping up and saying, you know, I'm wrong, then I don't – I think retiring may be the best option for him. You're not going to. Unfortunately. But if you're his health is – I'm just saying, I know, like, you're not going to. He way too – he way too committed to the, to the game to retire. So – now is the time we got to kind of pick a side, but he in a situation where he's not going to lose his job unless he don't want it right now. Like well, this. the NFL is a never say, never say, never league. And 
I never thought I would hear something like this come out of his mouth. So yeah, but he's not gonna the NFL won't you're not gonna <laughs> you can't fire your leading passer <laughs> in yards and, and touch and touchdown. He they won't you can't make him not play. You can't make them feel a, t- a certain way. Richie Incognito in the league, and we know he races. Yeah, he's no, he's no Drew Brees. He's not. I, 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 I don't understand how that, how that, how he got a job at all. To be yeah. honest, but uh, the NFL said they're gonna make it up. I really don't believe nothing they say. Like we, the the difference. Like it really came down to when the NFL started doing all this. A lot of black people stopped watching football. We did it because we love football. That's just what it came down to. We didn't really care about the race stuff. Like we knew what it was. It was like we watch football, all the other political and other social justice stuff we don't care about. But now it's like a time where you, if you're on the wrong side of social justice, you will get blackballed basically. Like you will be, you will feel it in your pockets for the most part. All 50 states having protests. So now is not the time to kind of straddle the fence. You got to pick a side. But I don't, Drew not going to retire. I don't think he should retire right now, but he needs to, like I said, put his money where his mouth is or um, go go protest, go do something. I feel like, yeah. yeah, he's not going to retire because he's been our quarterback for like, I don't know, like 13, 14 years, something like that. Yeah. And they've been through – if Drew retires, it's gonna be for a football reason. If his teammate, if the teammate chemistry not there, okay, then it might be his time for him to hang it up. But a football reason, like him, like if like the Minnesota Miracle or the No Call, I could see him retiring after something like that because that's a football reason. But something like this, there's a possibility, but I just don't see it happening. I don't see Drew going out like that. 13 years of me knowing him, nah, I, I just don't see it happening. I think this is last year regardless. I, I agree, but Jace, like, I, did you did, 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 uh, did his comment shock you when he said that or no? I mean, it shocked me that he said it on, like, on, like, a interview. That would shock me. I was, like, maybe, like, a tweet or something, maybe, but on the interview when it came out of his mouth, yeah, that shocked me. Because I like like Cut said, like when I said he said it before, like four years ago when this when Cap was like at, at his peak. So mm-hmm. I, it didn't really shock me, but I was like, I just I just wish and it it shocked me about when it happened. The time, the time the timing was just horrible. In the middle of all the protests and everything, yeah. it was just a horrible timing and I knew it was gonna blow up. I knew everybody was gonna just Yeah. My boy sent my boy sent me the uh the tweet and I thought he they was referencing the old one. So I was like, oh, I noticed already. But then I like I clicked on it, it said 2020. Yeah. Then it was a virtual interview. I was like, oh my God. So yeah. damn. I don't know. It's just I got so many text messages. Oh, this your quarterback, this your quarterback. Like, yeah, everybody know you. Like Bro gotta get together, bro. I'm wishing them the best. You do. But um but, it's just it's is you People don't understand, like, growing up in Louisiana, being from Louisiana and, you know, watching him as a kid. Like, I don't think people get that aspect of it and how much he meant to a lot of people. Like, football players in the league grew up watching Drew. Deion Jones and uh, Taylor Vaughn, Chase Son. Like, we, like, the whole L- – all the LSU players is from oh, – Like, yeah, everybody from – if you're from Louisiana, you watch Drew Brees. Yeah. So, I mean, and if you're not, you might watch him too. And I'm saying, like, that meant a lot to us. 
So like people talking about they heartbroken. I'm like, yeah, we heart. I'm I'm heartbroken. Like that's that was tough to see, especially somebody you really thought was cool. You know what I'm saying? You thought he was. You know what I'm saying? I know how he feel about being patriotic and stuff. I understood that. I get that. And we knew he was a Republican. He don't listen. He don't. He not listening because it's like yeah. it has nothing to do with the flag or the 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 military. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's disrespecting the military. Right. We actually respect the military more than we respect police officers. If you, if you listen, some people don't respect the military because they don't believe in war. That's some people, but. I don't have a problem with the military and people fighting for the country. That's never been a problem. My, our, you know, we got families, that, family members that have served. I don't know too many people that don't have a family member that served, especially out the black community, because for some people, that's the only option after high school is to go to the military. They don't have no other options. Or trap. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm just being real, though. That's what it be. If you trap or go to the military, or if you don't go to school and not go to the hood, not going to school. Um, last thing before I switch the topic from Drew Brees, some I forgot who tweeted this, but a a, col- a journalist was like, "Isn't this the point that you should he's that you should you should acknowledge the ignorance, then help him see the light rather than just tearing him down on social media?" Do y'all agree with that statement? You can try to help him see the light, but he's forty one years old. Most people by that point, you can't really change how they think. Yeah, that man has been in the black community for how long? Maybe not as, you know, he's been around black people for long enough to where if you didn't develop that empathy in the community that you're in at the age, at your big age, it, you wasn't never going to figure it out. That, that's just how I personally feel. Yeah, New Orleans ain't never had like a real big case. I don't think that went forefront with the cops killing somebody, like except a rapper got killed like last week or something, but it was never too big with the police killing black people. Most New Orleans murders mostly be like, Black on black, you know, crime in general. I'm not gonna say black on black crime. I was just talking to John about that. That's another thing I wanted to say while I'm on here, I guess, on this platform. I don't like the black on black crime. Crime is crime. So it shouldn't be black on black. We don't say white on white crime, we just say crime. So why don't we say black on black crime when it's just crime? I don't get that. It shouldn't be like, does it change crime on crime? And the point we were trying to make to like white on black crime, because it's like some police kill. Police are at a, you know, held to a standard when they kill people, but white people will kill black people because they're black, which is like Ahmaud Arbery. Those weren't police officers. He was a former police officer and his son, or like Trayvon Martin. He wasn't no damn police officer. He was just somebody that thought he was patrolling something. He, he wasn't no officer. But my favorite quote from the last 10 days is, I ain't never killed a nigga for being a And that's what I got to feel. That's how I feel on that. And a white person probably ain't never killed a white person for being white. It's, yeah, it's crime. Carl. Huh? Carl. Oh, no, that, that jump went viral. I don't know who tweeted it first. <laughs> he never killed a for being a I was like, oh, my God. It's, that's the perfect way to say it. It's black, real. though. Real. Black people don't, like, we don't kill each other for being black. That ain't the reason. It's probably something else. But it ain't that. Yeah. That's the issue. How did, um, how did you guys feel about the celebrities and companies uh, doing the black box on Instagram and releasing statements saying that they stand with black businesses. Not the first, like the first, the second day after the protest, but like five on Monday, Tuesday, when it became popular. And I, I felt it became trendy that the people were, companies and celebrities were releasing those statements. I didn't find most of them sincere. How'd you guys feel about them? Somebody been sincere. 
Yeah, I feel like most of that is just like just for an image. I just I just seen yeah. a picture of Kendall Jenner, right? I'm pretty sure y'all have seen it on Twitter. And she's trying like she has her hands up, but like her shadow, it don't have a um a poster. It, it, her the picture has her hands up with a Black Lives Matter poster, but her shadow don't got a Black Lives Matter poster, like a poster period behind her. So it's like she just put that on there. You just like just show people like, oh, like, yeah, like I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all, quote unquote. So I feel like the companies, the companies probably just don't want to get they they uh shit burned down. That's probably the reason why they're doing all that. <laughs> and they're not trying to lose money for real. Yeah, like and then the celebrities trying not trying to be another Drew. They're not they're not trying to tarnish their image like that. So I feel like it's just I mean, like how to like how it is um when folk when the police officers kneeling and stuff like that. I hate seeing that. Like folks celebrating that the police officers are kneeling. That don't mean that they, they ain't gonna go thirty minutes later and go um snatch somebody up for no reason. Like I don't understand that. I don't I wouldn't applaud somebody for kneeling when that's not the whole point of the protest. Like it's not. So Yeah, in the spot and, and it showed that 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 really old white dude in Buffalo, New York. Oh, the yeah. spot that he he was leak, but he was his brain was hemorrhaging yeah. out of his yeah, ears. Was, that same exact spot two days ago. Oh, police was kneeling. So that show you know, and it wasn't exactly. the They walked right past his body. Right. right. Yeah, right only for the right first person to address him were the military. Yeah. And a lot of military also being pulled out because they talking about oh, he, like the press. And I don't even I don't even know what to call him at this point. Dude, in a incited it or whatever, but. He talking about he gonna get the military to shoot looters and all this. First of all, military can't shoot on civilians. One, yeah, like it's not Call of Duty. It's not a Call of Duty, duty mission. Then, uh, the uh, that's, they, like they said, they, the military is meant to protect the Constitution and the civilians. It never was meant to protect a certain party or do none of that. They don't really. They really not supposed to even get into politics as far as the way they think. But you know, everybody have an opinion. Everybody do. But um. Bro, it's like, it's just a bad time, I feel like, as far as politics go, like, all around politics is bad. But I feel like people got to understand that it's not just about the presidential election. You got to vote in all of them, all of them. Every time you see an election, you just got to vote regardless. And, like, I know, like, and another bad thing is when people be like, we did vote, and we got a Democrat, like, Minneapolis got Democratic people around there, and they still got the same issues going on because they're not worried about the right stuff. People say they're going to get in there and be, you know, for the people but they only focused on budgets and, and uh, I would say education, but they don't focus on that. They just worry about the budget. And, like, they, they don't, I don't know what they get in there and do, to be honest, what, what, what's changing? I don't, I, I don't get it. Because it's not education. It's not, it's not police reform. It's not giving back to the community. I think they just end up to get a check, to be honest. They make a decent amount as a, a politician. That's all I can think of, cause bro, the education in most states is subpar. It's stuff for certain areas. Yeah, pass a bill that really don't. Yeah, mean pass a bill, anybody, and it like, might de decriminalize weed to make yeah. us happy, make make people happy a little bit. But they're not doing nothing, bro. They, it's like they they now the pressure's on them, and now like people, cause like Kentucky really is Kentucky really is just disappointing. I don't understand how people can live there. Like the Breonna Taylor situation is just terrible. They took her boyfriend, husband, a boyfriend to jail as if he was the problem. But they came in his house, he got his gun, he in jail longer than they've been in jail. They ain't been in jail yet. They killed a man at a protest in Kentucky. The 
the um man, the senator from Kentucky is the reason that the the um lynching bill they trying to pass hasn't went through. What's his man's name? Mitch McConnell. Like it's all all kind of just bad shit coming out of Kentucky. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, how did you guys feel about um black Twitter canceling? Uh, other black celebrities like Desi, uh, I forgot the other lady name, uh, B. Simone, her name, her canceling her and like other and other celebs because of their uh their views on the rioting and the quote unquote looting. Hey, Drewski too now. But, hey, Drewski. Um, they, they they not really canceling them. I don't they're think. I think it's just a matter of they mad at them, and they not rocking with them right now. But Drewski didn't even really respond to anything that was said to him. He, he he's he's still doing pretty well. He been at Odell House in LA or whatever. He not really. Yeah, Bruce just said something about Drew Brees. He doesn't feel like he's racist. He's toned up. Um, I'm not bringing it back to Drew Brees. I don't really agree with that statement. But I'm not bringing it back to Drew Brees. Oh uh, yeah, they were just toned up. Uh, Drewski was on uh, on the news, just being funny. And like, he's, he's not racist. He's yeah. just a little bit stupid. You know, he's not, a, he's, not a, he's not a coon. Yeah, he's not a he's not being. Against the movement. Last time I was on the podcast, the, the rules of language were a lot different. Than that. <laughs> you know word? No, I'm just messing with you. It's not. It's not. I'm just messing with you. But yeah, but like, um, um, he didn't. Um, what's what's that guy's name? Desi. Desi. He didn't say nothing that like put the black community down. At he all. was just like, man. He was kind of you know, peace and love. You know, yeah. we should love each other. Well, they did that hurt. too. It's it's people it's don't just, say It's that. a little tone deaf. It's a little. It's, it lacked a little bit of awareness, but. I don't, I mean, cancel someone who's going to, like, cancel someone who's speaking out against the black community. He like wasn't speaking out against us. He was just, he was just trying to be a little bit too lovey-dovey with it. Yeah. Oh, he He's said, from the heart of Atlanta. Like, I, yeah, know people, he, I don't know him, but I know people who know him personally. He's from, he's from the heart of Atlanta, bro. Like, like he's not, he, so I don't know. But I feel cool, my way. He's a cool dude. I've seen him in public. Like, I had family in town from Arkansas. He took a picture with one of my, um, my cousin boyfriend and stuff. Like, he's, he's not a bad person by any means. He's real. I think he grew up real, you know, in the city, but he real grew up um in the church as well. And his yeah. family is kind of like real, you know, old school Atlanta black people. You know what I'm saying? That like around when Martin Luther King was doing all this stuff and all that. So yeah, he got love, love black people. Yeah, people see Martin Luther King and think it's peaceful, but they don't understand like what they it was peaceful for what their intention were, but the people still were doing stuff. The police were still doing stuff to them like the holes and the dogs and all that stuff and it's almost like this is similar to that they're doing the same stuff now that they were doing 50 or 60 years ago however long it's been and um i think he just was trying to say this is people shouldn't be looting but the crazy thing is the black black people were looting but it wasn't all black people and it wasn't i don't even think we started the looting because black people like like black people do certain stuff but the thing that got me was the burning stuff i said black people don't burn stuff that's not our like our style yeah, like, we don't burn nothing, bro. We don't burn homeless people's stuff. Like who? Like <laughs> who we why would that we do that? Like, nah, like, like the media clearly sees that it's, it's white people. But like, like that clip said, they were, she was like, "I hope that's one of the employees just going in and getting stuff out the store." But if, let that yeah. be a black person. They'd be like, "It's looting." So like the media, the way they tell things is like, and that's why they got. Yeah, and we know that the media is biased. Like. Right. But some, but some way, somehow, that that has to change because the stereotypes and everything that comes along with the media, like my professor said, he would say the media is dangerous, and 
the way they paint the picture, especially because they don't, because we know our young generation know that don't trust the media. There's other sorts of information, but like right. the older generation and yeah, fifty and up, they look at the news like, oh, That's they're losing. Another example in New York you when need, the post, you need a black news network, man. Yeah. yeah, I heard y'all. Um, in New York, the police car, they rammed into people. Uh, when the media stopped it, when the first car uh, uh, gone up a little bit, but on Twitter, you could clearly see that the New York uh, police car just, like, try to run over people. And the people got mad, started stumping on the car. So uh, the media is dangerous. Make sure you um, always fact check your information, especially during these times with social media. Right. Um, Did you guys have anything else to talk about with the protest? No, I'm kind of ready to switch gears. It just, I, it's sometimes it get exhausting talking about the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I agree. And it get like real upsetting. But um, like Jamal Adams said, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Black so Lives sure. Matter. Yes, sir. Did y'all see the video? Uh, Jamal? Of yeah. Jamal Adams and uh, Odell and everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, Odell, Odell was very compelling at the end, huh? <laughs> that was the best part. That was the I ain't gonna lie, I bust out laughing because it was his serious. It, I bet they was like serious. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Black lives matter." Yes, sir. Felt it though. I respect it. Okay, we're gonna predict to predict the NFC North today. Do you guys want to do one division or do two divisions? Say one. Okay, we do the NFC North. Sharing my screen now. How we gonna do two? Fifty one. <laughs> okay, NFC North. So currently, as you guys know, we've been predicting the NFL schedules for each division and each team in a division. So right now we have the NFC North: the Vikings four and two, Packers three and three. Bears three and three and the Lions on six. We will start with the Detroit Lions. Week one. Bears visit Detroit. Bears. I got Lions. I got the Lions. Jason Mace. Uh I got Lions. All right. Week two, Lions versus Packers in Green Bay. Packers. Packers. Got Green Bay. Mm-hmm. You say you got Detroit? Who? You. Huh, no, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, week week six off the bye. Lions versus Jaguars. Jags. I'll take the Lions. Yeah, I like the Lions. The Lions. I, don't, I don't think the Jags. I think the Jags get in Trevor. I don't think they're gonna win them too many games this season. Free Leonard. Uh, week eight, the Colts off a of bye in Detroit. Colts. I like, I like the Colts. I like the Colts. Colts. Week nine, Lions versus Vikings in Minnesota. I like Min- uh, Minnesota. Vikings. I'll take Vikings. Okay. Week 12, Texans versus Lions in Detroit. The Thursday night. Texans. This is Thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving. Texans. I'll take the Lions. I'll take, I'll take the, the Lions on Thanksgiving. Uh, they always play on Thanksgiving. I just think that they're going to have a sense of wanting to win this game over the Texans. Gotcha. Yeah, I got Deshaun. Mace. I don't know if he's here still. You hate to see it. How we do? How we doing the tiebreak for this? Uh, Come back to it. Yeah. All right. Week thirteen, Lions at Bears. I take the Bears. That's soldier. Bears. Okay. Bears. Green Bay versus Lions. I take Green Bay. 
Green Bay. I'll take Green Bay. That game. Okay. Lions versus Titans in uh, Tennessee. Give me uh, the Titans. Derrick Henry gonna be running wild at the later stretch in December. Oh no, no, give me Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> and week seventeen, Vikings versus Lions. Vikings. I'll take the, I'll take the Lions. I take Minnesota. I think Minnesota will need this game for uh as they battle for Green Bay for the number one spot. So we got them going one and <laughs> two right now. That I'm at two and thirteen. Tell me why y'all think the Texans are gonna beat the Lions. I mean, and whoever got a more compelling argument between you and y'all versus us, and we'll, we'll pick by that. The better the Texans have the better quarterback. I think their defense will be playing better as a unison. Yes. I think their defense will be playing better as a unison. I think the Lions got Okuda, but I don't think that'll be enough to stop Deshaun throwing the ball on them or running and scrambling when he needs to scramble. Um, I think Brandon Cooks can literally take the top off over there. Literally. Unless Cooks, I mean, unless Okuda follow him, which would then leave Fuller open. If Fuller's healthy. We're talking about a healthy Lions team. We ain't talking about predicted injuries. Um <laughs> I just don't think the Lions got enough to beat too many people at all. Even on Thursday night on a short week on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving too. I feel like Deshaun gonna show up, bro. Like I feel like I think this is first Thanksgiving game, I think. I think this is when he would wanna shine. Yeah. I feel like it falls on Deshaun. I feel like he's gonna I feel like he's gonna do it. So uh Demar, why you think the Lions will win this game? So I hear Derek talking about Okuda, and if he follows them, that'll dictate the game. I get he's a first-round draft pick and all, but one player doesn't make a team. One player doesn't make a defense. You still have the Lions, who are a Patricia-led defense. You look at the acquisitions they brought in. They traded for Deron Harmon, who has played in Patricia's system before, led the league or was tied for the league lead in picks. They also uh, brought in Desmond Trufant. So that's another corner opposite of Okuda, who can run with Cooks, who can run with Truth. Uh, Trufan can run with Cooks? In a cover three, and he's not pressing when yet. Trufan was in Atlanta, and he played against the Saints. Cooks ate him. That's fine. They're both in different spots now for a reason. Then they <laughs> also have, the Lions also have Jamie Collins, who, was one of, who had one of the best grades in pro football focus last year. So PFF yeah, DeMar. Reggie Ragland, they brought in Geronimo Allison. The Lions did a lot this year to get better. And the Texans did, you did just a lot. Did you say Geronimo Allison? I'm saying they brought in a lot of guys to <laughs> bring depth. So the Lions did a lot to get better or make an effort to get better. And the Texans made an effort to get worse. So that's why I'll take the Lions. The Texans' worst is still better than the Lions' best. Yeah, they lost. They lost. They lost their best player, but it didn't. Still better. The Lions. The Lions. It are is the what it is. The Lions aren't good, bro. I'm sorry. Like we got them on, two and fourteen for a reason. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna side with uh Texans. I'm just go about best quarterback. They could. They kind of convinced me, but you convinced me too, Demond. But we gotta. We gotta keep it going. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Lions. We have the Lions finishing two and fourteen. Next, the Chicago Bears. And week they four, their, and they get their former. They get a new quarterback. Which week? Which week do you think um, Nick Foles play? Four or five. I don't think he plays. You don't think Nick Foles plays after they trade? Playing? Yeah, Mitch playing all season. Yeah, I think Trubisky's playing all year. I can see it. No, tell me why. Tell me why before we predict. This is this is this is it. I yeah. mean, this is it. They did not pick up. <laughs> Fifth year option. Um, 
Allen Robinson is frustrated. I think he's on his way out if he doesn't get it together because he's not going to stay and play with Nick Foles. Nick Foles is not transcending your career. Neither is Trubisky, but if he's able to come out this year and show something, I mean, like I said, they have the weapons somewhat in Chicago to get it done. I think they have to do a better job of getting Tariq Cohen some plays and get him the ball in his hand the, the way they did when they were a playoff team. Um, so I think Matt Nagy, former coach of the year, will do what he needs to do to put Trubisky in a position to succeed. I don't see him giving up on him this year. I think he's going to ride with them all the way this year, and if they have to give it up, um, the defense is too good for them to be in a position to get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. So next year you let Foles take over, but you got to let Trubisky run it out this year. Uh, in my opinion. Before we go, who won the um, who won the Bear the Khalil Mack trade? The Bears or the Raiders? The Bears. Bears. How did whoa 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 what? The Bears have been to the playoffs and had a number one not number one rank, but we know how dominant that defense was, leading the league in defensive touchdowns. What Khalil Mack did, he was single handedly in the position for defensive player of the year. Then you look at the Raiders on the other side. They were bottom in the league in sacks the year after he left. Yeah, and but that was before the new rookies came out. I understand they, that they, they brought in, you know, John Abram didn't play a single game. So at mm-hmm. this point, it still may be able, too early to tell. But if you're asking me right now, I'd say the Bears won it. You think about it, Tim, like, hindsight, like, the Raiders just got a couple fumbles in sacks. That's all they really got out the whole trade. So. Uh, I, I'll i take the Raiders right now. Josh Jacobs almost won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Max Crosby was uh, getting sacks. Uh, did, did, did Mullet come from that Bears pick or no? I don't hmm? think so. Okay, then who did they draft this year? They, they drafted Ruggs. Was Ruggs, Ruggs from that Bears pick? Oh, yeah, yeah. They got Ruggs and who else in the first round this year? I forgot. Um, um, oh, uh, Damon Arnett from uh, okay, OSU. Yeah, Arnett from OSU, so – the Bears didn't want a playoff game with Khalil Mack. We all know the famous field goal, doink, doink, and he missed it because the, the kicker couldn't uh, get the job done. But I would take Oakland. But we all know after a trade like this, long term, the Raiders would win, and the Bears did it for right now. So I just wanted to see what you guys thought. Week four, Colts at Bears. I'll take the Bears. Give me the Bears as soldier. Yeah, I'll take Bears. All right, week nine, Chicago at Tennessee. Titans. Who you went on that one, Colts or Bears? I went Bears. Okay. You would you you would went Colts? Yeah. <laughs> uh, week nine, Bears at Titans. Titans. This is uh, give, me, give me Chicago. Chicago. Give me Chicago. What'd you say cut? Titans. Uh, give me. Uh, I ain't trying to do another tiebreaker though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Titans, but I do think the Bears will win this game. Uh, Monday Night Football, Vikings at Bears. I'll take Minnesota. Vikings. Give me, give me Chicago. Kirk Cousins struggles mightily at Soldier Field every time. Jace? Uh, I want Chicago, too. Oh, God damn it. Okay, we'll give it to you this time tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, off the body, go to Green Bay, week 12. That's the Give Bears win. That's the one they win. I'll take Chicago, too. They're going to split, so, yeah, I'll go Chicago. 
Uh, week 14, Texans at Bears. Texans. Bears. Give me the Bears at home. And Bears. Bears. Oh, because it depends. That O-line didn't get better for them, did it? The Texans O-line? Nope. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so then that's when he, he be running for his life. You know? Khalil Mack somebody you don't really want to run from. <laughs> uh, week 15, Chicago versus Vikings. I'll take Minnesota at home. Vikings. I'll take Minnesota at home, yeah. Week 16, Bears at Jaguars. I do think they get upset this game in Duval. I'll take the Bears. Cut, Jace. Week 16. The beating. I go Bears. Uh, I think the Jags can beat them. I, I think I think it's a trap game for sure. It's a it's a upper the Jags defense night. Cause they eight and six, yeah, they, they eight and six, bro. That's that's a little stretch. They get, they not going, they want, uh, yeah. Jazz. Well, this, this 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 schedule is sweet though. It's not like all oh, that. It's not tough as it. That's why I can live with eight and eight. So you, um, why do you guys think the Bears will win this game? It's the end of the it's the end of the season too. So, but the Jazz. I don't. I don't <laughs> but I don't think the Bears are have that like level of. We need to win this game in December, like type of mentality on that roster. I don't think I, I really want to do the AFC South now because I really want to see who the Jags play. Well, we can do the Jags after just to do just the Jags and do them AFC hold AFC South next week. Okay, I'll t- I'll take I'll take yeah. I mean, I got the Bears. So. You going with me this time, so Jags. <laughs> And Packers. If, at, if we look at the rest of their games and we see that they, they they don't need to win that game, then we can switch it. With the Jaguars. Yeah. Okay. And week seventeen, Packers at Bears. I think Green Bay Packers. wins. Yeah. Packers. Okay. So right now we have the Bears at eight and eight. And on to the Green Bay Packers schedule. Week one, Packers at Vikings. Vikings like win that one. I like Minnesota to win this one. At Green Bay. I just don't think Minnesota has done anything to put them in a position to compete with Green Bay. Yeah, give me Green I think Bay. the Vikings can sweep them. Sweep the Packers? Crazy. The Packers just swept them, I think. <laughs> the Packers did sweep them, but they now I'm have not a, they have a playoff win. Kirk Cousins on their team. Yeah, give me the Packers. Y'all killing me. So, wait, do you guys think they're splitting? No, I think Green Bay split. Yeah, uh, split. You you think they they really yeah, I think they, they should. Stephon, too. Yeah, Cook. Give me Packers. <laughs> My boy Justin going to do good. Okay, week seven. Packers. Maybe not the first game, but definitely week eight. Yeah, I think so – I'm picking the Vikings week eight. I think they will split. Uh, Packers at Texans. That's gonna Packers. Be That's going to be a good game. I don't think yeah. Texas. Yeah. yeah. Hopkins, though. Give me the Packers. Give me the Packers. I think that's a bounce back game for them after Tampa Bay. I'm I'm gonna take Green Bay. Cut and Jake. That's it. Green Bay. Oh, there he is. Week ten, Jaguars at Green Bay. I think that's Packers. Green Bay. Uh, week eleven, Packers at Colts. Packers. I got the Colts. Oh, I like the Colts. This one, so the Packers. This one, the Packers like get hot. The Packers gotta win these games, and that'll put them at ten wins. That's that sounds realistic to me. I think they lose this game, but they then go in their run. Mm. No, they're not. Y'all got them losing back to back if they lose that game. I don't. I know. Yeah, that, it's possible. <laughs> they're not losing the Colts and Bears back to back. Yeah, I'm gonna say Bears and Colts back to back. I give them. I got the Packers winning that one, man. Jace, I got Packers. 
See, these AFC South games got people thinking, huh? No. <laughs> I want to guess. You want to see who the coach play? Why would the bro? I don't, I don't know about Philly Rivers and them doing that, man. They're going to be nice. I, like, I, I got the coach say, roster. You said they're going to be nice. Okay, okay. What about week 16, Titans versus Packers? Packers. I like the Packers, though. Packers. So you don't think – you think the Packers are going 11 and 5? It's possible. Okay, give it to the coach. But what game did y'all pick that I didn't agree with for them to win? Uh, oh, I had them losing to the Vikings twice. Yeah. Yeah. So right now we have the Packers at twenty six. Oh, even if they don't lose to the Vikings twice, they will lose to the Eagles. They not, you got the Vikings sweeping them. That's I crazy. I think Vikings can't sweep them. That's crazy to me. I think the I think the Packers not gonna be in sync this year with that Jordan Love pickup. I honestly don't. Mm. That's why I got him at ten and six. I do. I did too. <laughs> and lastly, the Minnesota Vikings out of the NFC North, Week Two, Vikings versus Colts. Colts. I got the Colts. Okay, I like the Colts. Week three, Titans versus Vikings. Titans. I think Vikings. I got the, I, I got the Vikings. I don't think the Titans don't win games early on. Yeah, the Vikings defense at home is stout. Yeah, so. Uh, I had them in the first week. That's why I could see them going one and, one and then losing two straight. Week four, Vikings at Texas. Texans. Let me get the Vikings. And I say that because they don't have a run game, so they definitely don't have no nobody to stop that pass rush. So, I, I got the Vikings in now. Jace? I got the Texans. The Vikings win this game. Y'all will have them going. I take the Texans. I take the Texans. Yeah, y'all will well, have I, them 11 and 5. I got them losing to the Seahawks, bro. So, yeah, that's what I say. You could give the Texans the win. <laughs> what the Seahawks game at? That one. Oh, I'm sure I can't see it. Uh, we, and week 13, I, I think they beat the, uh, the Jaguars. So, we Move have. Hmm. Hold on. Let's go by conference. The NFC playoff picture would be number one seed, the Saints. Number two seed, the Eagles. Number three seed, the Seahawks. Number four seed, the Packers. Those are your division winners. Wild card, five, Cowboys. Six, Buccaneers. And seven, Vikings. The first two teams out are the Niners at 10 and six and the Cardinals at nine and seven. What world do the Niners not get in now? I, I I I hate to tell y'all, but the Niners will be in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I know they will. And the, wait, wait, y'all did the um. Yeah, we predicted the uh, the um South and West last. The, the problem with this is that the Dallas look at Dallas and the Eagles record. That's the problem with this. I don't know what y'all, y'all got did. so high. Yeah. Um, y'all had we had the Eagles and the Cowboys yeah. sweeping the NFC West. That's why it's kind of off. Y'all got Eagles number two. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all, I don't agree. Bro, mm, mm. Ain't my I, think, I think the Eagles are good, but not the Cowboys that good. So who would you replace the Niners with? The Eagles and the Cowboys. Both of them not going. One of them might go. Eagles both might have, be. Both, both have. Go. I think. I think Minnesota doesn't make it. Okay. That's possible too. Eagles, Vikings, Minnesota. Eagles, Cowboys, Minnesota. But. The thing is, like, the West is sending two and the South is sending two. So, I don't understand. Yeah, that's just mm-hmm. – mm, well, 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 those were our NFC North and NFC uh, Conference predictions. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> uh, this, these are my predictions, though. This is, like, who – like, oh, who majority rule kind of thing. 
That Eagles one is tripping me. Like, that shit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you say you want to do the Jaguars, Derek, or are you cool? No, I, wanna, I definitely want to do the Jaguars real quick. A bit of that. You go to the vision. Switch this over to the side. Jaguars. Actually, coach me because they three and one, and I want to see what the what the deal is. Week one, Colts versus Jaguars. I like Colts to win that game. Dang, the Colts really gonna have a ten plus win season. Week three, Colts versus Jets. Oh. I like the Colts. Oh. What's wrong with your disrespect for the Colts? Now, the I want to see who they play, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they will beat Green Bay. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, week five, Colts versus Browns. I think Browns. Towards the Browns. Am I correct? The Colts. That is a oh. CBS game where Phillip Rivers balls out <laughs> and he's fucking trash. Give me the Colts. This is and this is at 425. Uh, Romo and Nets might be on the call. We don't know. Give me Colts. Browns. I'm Browns. Okay, we're gonna do the Browns. Week six, Bengals versus Colts. I will look at the camera, Derek. You better not say the Bengals. No, Burrow! The Colts. Are y'all serious? Oh. Oh. No, man. The Colts gonna oh. win. Joe Burrow! Okay, week nine, Ravens versus Colts. I do think this game will be close. Ravens. But I'm gonna pick Ravens, but I do think this game will be close. Ravens. Off the bye, Ravens. Yeah, and, uh, and Thursday night, Colts versus Titans. I'll take the Titans on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, give me the Titans that game. Okay, week twelve. After they beat the after they shocked shocked the world and beat the Packers, they see the Titans again. Colts. Okay, week thirteen, Colts at Texans. I think, yeah, takes, teams, I think these two teams will split. I, yeah, I think they take one in Houston. I think they, they win in Houston. Okay, they're riding hot. Week Colts. 14, versus they, they go to Vegas. You've been beating them boys for how long, Colts? Yeah. <laughs> oh, nah. Yeah, give me the Colts. <laughs> and then we got the Texans beating them. Week 16 mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. We do not Colts. know the weather conditions. We do Pittsburgh. not know the weather conditions. I'm going Colts. Pittsburgh. I'm going even, Pittsburgh. Even if it snows? Even if it snows? Villa River not worried about that. Huh. He, he was playing in shiny oh. LA for uh, <laughs> Rivers didn't play piss poor on Sunday night football against them last year. That is true. Where was it? In, in San Diego. No, that was in San Diego. Remember they were like, here we go. LA? Yeah, LA. Same thing. They had no fans. <laughs> and the Steelers have a top five fan base. Redemption. Redemption. I like Pittsburgh. James, what you got? I go Pittsburgh. And week 17, Jaguars versus Colts. I think the Colts, Colts. win this soundly. And we have the Colts at 10 and 6. That's, that's fair. fair. I think he makes them a 10 and 6. Yeah, that's fair with, that, well, that's fair with think, that conference. That's and I, with think that 10, I think 10 and 6 wins this division. I think the Colts will make it yeah, out there. They, they have a pie schedule, but it's shit. Yeah, it's not a good hard schedule. It's excluding the uh, Browns and Ravens, to be honest. Yeah. And that Bears game is tricky, too. So, but. Let me, get, let me get my Jags. Nope. One more. Jags. <laughs> I got to see it. Okay. Jaguars. Week two at Titans. Titans. Week three. I think they beat Dolphins. If two, playing, if two are playing, they don't win. If he's not playing, the Jags win. Jaguars. Jags either way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jaguars versus Bengals. 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 I think Bengals win this. I think Joe Burrow gets his first win. Well, I don't know. I don't know their schedule, but I think he gets the win here. Jaguars. Jaguars at tight. Texans. I think the Texans. 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 Okay. Jaguars at Chargers. I Chargers. think the Jaguars. What? Chargers. Now give me Chargers. I'm tripping. Give me the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Texans at Jaguars. I think this game will be close, but Texans find a way. 
I think, I think they the Jags win because they be the Jags be getting close to beating them. I think the Jags win. Yeah, I, I think the Jays Texas the Jags. Texas. Uh, Steelers versus Jags. I like the Steelers. Steelers. Browns versus Jags. I like the Browns. Browns. Titans versus Jags. I like the Titans. Oh, Titans. And we like Baltimore. Ravens, yeah. And we have the Jaguars at two and fourteen. Damn, they only won two games. I got. I have to see them winning three, bro. I think they could split with the Texans to be honest, because they play them close every time. That's the one division team they they do well with. Gotcha. <laughs> Last thing I got before we get to music, the National Basketball Association is returning July 31st. Sit down, relax, and listen to my, my soothing voice as I read you the details. What you looking at? You? I'm a soothing voice. <laughs> uh, all right. Hold on, hold on. Okay. You ready? Darren, look, look at this man. <laughs> I saw him. I felt that. 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 Look what he got all. I felt that. You're on a Lakers jersey. Who? Jay, he's on a Lakers jersey. I felt that. I felt okay. that. 22 teams will go to Disney World in Orlando to finish off the season from July 31st to October 12th. They'll each play eight regular season games to figure out final seeding before the playoffs start. The 16 current playoff teams will be joined by the Pelicans, the Trailblazers, the Suns, the Kings, and Spurs out of the West, and the Wizards out of the, out of the East as those squads try to catch the number eight seeds. If a number eight seed is up by four games or more at the end of the regular season, they earn the final playoff spot. If not, they, that unlocks a playing tournament between number eight and number nine. The number eight seed will only need to win one tourney game, while the number nine seed will need two victories to grab the postseason berth. Teams will start practicing locally in July before a full Orlando training camp ahead of the season restart. Players will receive daily coronavirus testing and be required to follow social distancing protocols, but, but will reportedly be allowed to play golf and eat at outdoor restaurants. Guys, play golf and eat at outdoor restaurants. Guys, how do we feel about how do we feel about NBA returning, and how do we feel about the proposed the format that they um they are executing? Well, I'll go first since I can get my say out the way. It's great that the league is back. I think that's exactly what the world needs right now. In addition to that, we all know how it's going to end. I think, you know. Regardless, it's Lakers, Clippers. That's all that really matters. Everybody wants to see it. Everybody else, you know, we can get the we can get the buzzer beaters and the great, you know, matchups. But at the end of the day, we're dying to see Lakers versus Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Uh, Jace, you people threw on the Lakers jersey. What would you like to say? Um, obviously, the Lakers will win the championship, <laughs> um, but. I feel like they're trying to give the the eighth seed up. Who, who are the eighth seeds like? Who's the eighth seed like as we just talk right now? Who's the eighth seed right Currently, now? Currently, the eighth seed in the West is the Memphis Grizzlies, and the eighth seed in the East is the Orlando Magic. Is um the Pelicans? Did they get invited? 
Yes. yes Pel- Pelicans, Blazers, Spurs, Kings, Suns. Those teams can potentially take the Grizzlies in the – well, I think they're reseeding. Yeah, I think they are too. I don't think – I think the games, the eight games they play will determine the way the seeding falls. I mean, I don't, I don't, I think, no, I think that that's used because they're – they said they invited those teams because they were six games back from the eight seed. So the I eight games – because I think they're, they're going to play each other in those eight games and that can – mess up the seeding. I feel like the Eastern Conference is already blocked in. Like, uh, I it's, it added nine teams over there, so it's the, the Wizards and the Nets. The Wizards was the ninth seed, and they got a chance to make it. Yeah, the Wizards are the only team. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, like I said, I feel like the Eastern Conference is already locked in. I feel I like it's the Wizards get in. The Western. The Wizards can sneak in. The Wizards get in. I think the Wizards can get in. Is, is there a possibility that John Wall plays? I feel like five, six games back. They, it, they, they, they at least six games back, but the eight games, if, let's like, say, the Magic lose, like, Seven out of six out of eight games, and Wiz is going to run. That's when, play, that's when the playing turn it, tournament kicks in. Yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. But like I said, <laughs> Eastern is locked in. This is all for the West to see who's going to go against the Lakers and lose, who's going to go against the Clippers and lose. And they, all, they five and a half games back, but I don't think it. I don't know how it works. I don't. I no. And they said no. I said um. If the if an eighth seed is up by four games or more, they earn the final spot. But if not, that's when the playoff turn. So they five and a half games back. All they gotta do is win. So to be four games back, and then they can so play. Yeah, the, the plan turn oh, is like play for all the missed games they're missing as a result because they didn't finish so, the season. So, so Washington can be back three games or two games, yeah, and, then and then they, they gotta play the Magic because the Magic is is oh. Boston. Like, number one is um Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston. They clinched. Miami is four, Indiana five, Philly six, Brooklyn seven, uh, Orlando eight, Washington nine. The three teams that could potentially fall out realistically, because, yeah, it's Brooklyn, Orlando, Washington. That's the three fighting. Because Brooklyn only a half game ahead of Orlando, and then they five and a half games back from uh, – Washington five and a half games back from Orlando and six and a half – I mean, six total from uh, the, the Nets. Whereas in the East – I mean, in the West, Lakers clinched. Um, the only people that realistically could miss is, is the last – that AC. Dallas 11 games ahead of – 11 games back from the top, and then Memphis 18 games back. So Dallas not going to lose all seven games. You know Memphis, okay, I see what you said. Portland so and Memphis, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Phoenix all fighting for that yeah, one Memphis, spot. I mean, Portland only three games back, so – Portland three and a half back. Pelicans three and a half back. Yeah. Sacramento three and a half back. San Antonio four back. That's an auto tournament right there. Phoenix six back. Jesus so Christ. that eight spot. I want it for Ja. I want Ja to get in. Do we? Do you? Do we see a playing tournament? Yes, you're gonna see one. Oh, oh yeah. in the West or both? In both. You're gonna see one in the, both. Hey, now both. I'm putting Zion get AC. Oh, the Lakers gonna still crush on them, but it'll be fun. To yeah, but it'd be nice to look. Yeah, <laughs> I, I ain't like that. They want to sell, bro. Let me tell, let me tell you something. NBA won't make some money. They let Zion, they let Zion, Zion and Bi oh. and Lonzo go back to I LA. Might make a trip up there. Well, they're gonna be in Orlando, not back to LA. I'll, I might ah, you're right. Ah, <laughs> oh, that takes all the fun out. It's not the same. It's not gonna be the same. Do um. Oh, I forgot about the ass. Dang. All right, yeah. Okay. Last podcast, I said, you know how on March Madness in the NCAA tournament that. There's always a Cinderella team that gets hot and go momentum goes to the final four, right? Right. 
if there's right. a play if there's a playing tournament or even with these eight games, do you guys see a team that can get hot after the long break due to the coronavirus that can get hot and potentially not win a championship but make it to the conference finals? Like they're like the top eight in each conference. Yes, yeah, yes. Like whenever the like the playoff teams are set, do you think like one of the lower teams, five through eight, can make a run, a deep run, Cinderella run into like the conference finals? Oh, um, either conference. Houston, maybe. If James Harden, H-Town, H-Town right, we up. If James Harden ought to act right, yeah. Portland, if they get in, I can see Dan going crazy and CJ going crazy. Um. But making do they make it? But do you think they will make it to the conference finals if they have? Uh, uh, like which, yeah, like which five through eight seed has the chance to make it to the conference finals? The highest, highest chance we uh probably Houston. I, I I take Portland just because they went to the conference finals last year. So it's I think Portland can definitely make it there, but I feel like Houston has a higher chance because they're so higher seeded. So, okay. well, without a man, which team? What without a big man? That is very true. The Rockets. Oh, okay, okay. I said, you know how, as due to the coronavirus, has been this long period of break, and when the season starts, do you see a team five through eight in seeding can make a Cinderella run and make it possibly to the conference finals? Five through eight. Um, yeah. That's like if the Pelicans go in over the Grizzlies yeah, uh, and they um, make a run uh, like, um, like that. The Mavericks can beat a lot of people. Mavericks can definitely beat a lot of people. The Mavericks can beat a lot of people. The Rockets have the star power to beat anybody, but they don't have a big man when they come down to playing. When they play the Lakers and the Clippers and that no big man thing, it's BBQ chicken. <laughs> but Dallas, like, off the strength, if Chris Stops and Luka coming out with 30 piece each. Luka going to get his regardless. Yeah, Luka, yeah. 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 Wow, look how cut switch up about Luka, man. No, no. No, no, no. Over. You say he was over. Oh, I said he since he was. I don't know oh, what that means. <laughs> I said. Demond, Jace. Yo. You guys weren't here last podcast when we discussed this. I asked, do you guys think whoever wins MVP, Rookie of the Year, etc., and the NBA championship, will it be tainted because the season was not fully played due to the coronavirus? No matter what happens for the rest of the league, everything's going to be tainted. A championship, uh, the teams that make it to the conference finals, a series. All that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all going to be tainted. But for us who are going to enjoy it, we're going to enjoy it. And I'm going to take it as it is because I think – it makes it even more impressive that you sat out, you came back, you resumed your play as an elite athlete, got back into your bag. So these are guys who haven't been in the gym, haven't been able to get up shots and stuff like that. Who have been in the gym? Well, allegedly not being in the gym. <laughs> I, feel like, yeah. I feel like especially if, if Brian makes it to the finals and he actually wins, oh, yeah, like they're not going to give him no respect for that at all because it's no, Brian. In my if in my debate, like LeBron, if I was to debate LeBron is the goat, I like you took three months off during during a worldwide pandemic, like a deadly yeah. pandemic, and came back and won the championship. That that is more impressive to me in itself than I can name anything. So it is. But I just feel like people are gonna find a way to like just say like I, oh, 
he worked trying to work on his body or something like that. Like just yeah. something like that. Some like I, I agree. Just, I told Alton that only I think people that does do the goat debate all the time, the best player in the NBA all the time, or just haters will hate on this ring. Because it's not it's not like um every everybody in NBA is dealing with this. It's not just one team or one team is not affected by it. Everyone's dealing with it. And it's still the same teams that were originally gonna be there in the first place. I know they'll bring up that oh they had momentum they had team chemistry it was ruined but so did so the Lakers they their team chemistry may have, may have been uh, strained due to this so I don't I, in my eyes it will not be tainted this is something like Demond said this is the, what the world needs yeah like and you're a, with no fans and you're playing at a at somewhere you've never played before in Disney yeah it's a and it's a neutral site like no right. one like when they do point spreads like for the NFL the home team usually gets the three points. But now it's on a neutral field, like the spread might be even or just what they think is better. Right. Uh, so like like Demond said, this is what the world needs. Um, I think the I don't the world needs a distraction, but they still need to like what we were talking about prior to prior when we first started that still work on like on the injust injustices that are occurring in this in this country. Uh, I, I think they will honor um, all. This, they will. I think the NBA players will honor uh, and protest even during um, during their games because we. I know you say this. I'm, I'm just kind of tangent, but Derek, I know you say how the NBA is more progressive than the NFL, right? But they mm-hmm. still require uh, the players to stand during the national anthem. I know they lock arms and things like that, but when Kaepernick was kneeling, they they never nobody. I, mean, I didn't I didn't see it for like an NBA player take a knee. Because they they had already made a rule that they players have to like they are required to stand up, right? But I think I do think the NBA players will protest in some yeah. fashion, peaceful protest in some fashion. I could definitely see Bron taking a knee during the. Uh, nobody gonna tell Bron what to do. Like he's Bron, like he is the NBA. So like he, I see him taking a knee, and then everybody else follows suit. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He already planned it out. Yeah. They're not gonna mess with them, bro. Like they, like it's Brian, like they can't really like. At this point, it is what it is. Like <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. It is. It is what it is. If Brian started, because Brian, like he's the biggest, like he's one of the biggest voices to act, um, uh, to talk about the uh, injustice and stuff like that. So. I feel like they really can't even say nothing to them if they do it. So. Um, last thing, but unless you guys have anything about the NBA, um, Adam Silver was on TNT. I don't know if he, I don't know if he said it on there or not, but it, it came out that Woj reported that that some of the head coaches that are like high risk won't be able to um, like coach during the games, and Alvin Gentry, and uh, I forgot somebody's other. Uh, High risk head coach, but they they weren't they didn't because they would say they were they're going to require them to wear a mask. But if you're not high risk, you don't have to wear a mask. So it was something like the rules were getting sticky around that about how coaches have to be high risk coaches have to be during the uh, COVID nineteen. I just want to get you guys' thoughts on that. It's all a risk. Yeah. If you if you feel like you got a chance to like put yourself at risk, you probably shouldn't do it. So wait, wait, is Donovan Mitchell gonna be able to play? And Rudy Gobert and all them would? Yeah. Yeah, they heal. They, 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 they clear. They clear, yeah. Okay. They tested positive. I mean, negative. Well, that's all I got for uh sports. Cut. You take it away.
New music. Not many people drop in honor of George Floyd. Rest in peace. Uh, Boosie pushes album back. G Easy pushes album back. Um, they did the Blackout Tuesday. A lot of people didn't. Nobody dropped music on Tuesday, which I thought was stupid because nobody drops on Tuesday anyway. Uh, <laughs> I ain't dropped the deluxe. For Run the Jewels dropped. I never listened to them, but they real popular. Um, who else dropped? Uh, Flatbush Zombies. I don't, y'all probably don't listen to it. Uh, Meek Mill dropped a song called Other Side of America. I ain't listened yet. I heard it's real good. Seen a lot of tweets about it. Uh, Leapy Hollow and Video Foreign dropped something. 2020 Rides, how many times a song, Trey Songs dropped. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it on my end. I didn't see too much new music. However, this year has been a pretty great one for music. So my top five, no debate, in this top five albums of the year so far. Since we had that. We're doing hip hop or like just anything, anything, anything. anything. Projects. Projects. Well, albums makes taste same thing. I'll go first. I got mine, so y'all can go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and give you my honorable mention: Dark Lane Demo Tapes by Drake. It's really been riding. It's been growing on me lately. Um, number five, Circles, Mac Miller. Number four, After Hours Deluxe, The Weekend. I know, number four, just kind of shocking. Number three, EA Deluxe, Uzi. Number two, It's Only Weed, Bro, by Wiz. You know, that's my guy. 15-minute little tape. Does me solid. Number one, best year. Uh, best two years, I think, in rapping a long time. Little baby. My turn deluxe. He came back and put We Paid on there after the album went crazy. That might be the song of the year. That's my top five. Song of the year. Next. Go, bro. No, hold on. I ain't got mine already yet. All right, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> All right, so if we do an honorable mention, I'm going to go uh, Brent Fires, uh, the what's it called? Uh, F the World. Fires, who are you? <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Oh, Jay. Jay. <laughs> uh, number five, okay. I gotta put Young Boy in there, okay. I just, uh, uh, I knew you were gonna find a way I to put in there. Young Boy in there, okay. Still, still stepping, all right. Not 38 Baby 2. No, we're not going with that one. Not going. I don't like that one, but I like that one. More. I like it, but it's not. It's not better to still flex and still stand. I, I think it is. Nah, not at all. <laughs> nah. Number four. Um, number four. This one's kind of hard, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gunner. Number four. Mm. I like Gunner. I like Gunner's uh project. Number three. I'm going Future. High off life. Number two. Mm. Number two, I'm going Uzi. And then one, I'm going Baby. Dang, bro, you ain't got The weekend in there. You ain't got Mac in there. You don't, you don't, you don't D- hey, Jace don't let nobody in, bro. <laughs> nobody in. I ain't gonna lie, man. I got, I mean, The weekend. Weekend's behind Brent. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just like Brent's more, though. I feel you. Yeah. And um, God, it had a good take too. Look, God, it had a good take, but I'm not gonna add him to the top five. People don't like people don't listen to God. That's why I'm not gonna add him to the top five because people are not gonna really know. Nah, they're not gonna really know him. So, this the first time I'm gonna have to teach y'all. I had to do a top ten because I'm enjoying this year. Yeah. Always do this. He talking about this the first time. Way to put Mo. Let me go. Let me go. Yeah, you go first. I, I mean, because I, I ingested a lot of music this year. 
All right. My top five albums of this year so far. What's your honorable mention? No honorable mention. Oh, wait. Okay, I do have an honorable mention. <laughs> uh, honorable mention, I have uh, Wanna by Gunna. Shout out Maul and Cut for putting me on to that. That Matt, Gall- Matt, Matt Galleride. So honorable mention, Wanna. Uh, number five, uh, Meet the Woo 2. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Uh, number four, Slime and B, Chris Brown and Young Thug. Number three. Uh, let me check the list. Uh, Heaven and Hell, Don Tolliver. I really like that album. Uh, number two, uh, Eternal Take and, and Lil Uzi Vert versus The World 2. I count those as the same project. And number one, uh, Circles by Mac Miller. Wait, baby, now your top five? Oh, you know I'm listening to that, man. What, what was your five? What you said, Dad? We'll do it again, your five again. Uh, honorable mention, Wanna. Uh, number five, Meet, Pot the, smoke, meet the Smoke. Pot smoke. Meet the Woo 2. Yeah, Meet the Woo 2. Number four, Slime and B. Number three, Heaven and Hell. Number two, Eternal Take slash Lucy Vert versus the World 2. And number one, Circle with Mike Miller. All right. I know y'all, I, y'all probably mad at me for doing this, but I don't care. All right. My top two, well, I got two honorable mentions. Uh, Don Tolliver, Heaven and Hell, and uh, Meet the Woo 2. Um, my number 10 uh, is Jack Boy. Number nine, Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Eight, Circles. Seven, Slime and B. Six, A Love Letter to You for Deluxe. Mm-hmm. That's not 2020. It did. It, that's what he said. Oh, came out in 2020, fair. Yeah. Uh, five, Pray for Love by Ride Wave. Four, My Turn Deluxe by Lil Baby. Three, I got Wanna. I love the Wanna, Wanna album. Two, I got Eternal Take. And one, I got After Hours by The Weeknd. That's my top 10. So- if we were to add points, we as a unit would say Uzi had the album of the year. Yeah, probably. Points wise, but baby, I wasn't got mad it. at him. But Lil Baby album is baby like Lil Baby wanna Lil Baby wanna Lil Baby Gunna and Uzi could fight for that right now. Baby got the song of the year on his. On his yeah, yeah. Oh, Versus oh, year. I mean, <laughs> bro, but y'all can't do Uzi like that because Uzi got um. What's the one on that? Uh, that I'm Kobe, saying. that Kobe, that Kobe. Now we pay. You put Uzi on this album. Baby ain't on on uh Uzi album. So you got everything you need. You got everything you need on Baby album. You Slime and B. I think Slime and B is also slept on. I think Good Intentions was a good, a decent honorable mention to have. Who are we looking forward to for this next Shout album? Shout out Polo G. Polo G album hard. Polo G album is hard. Lil oh, Dirk album is good. Dirk, 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 yeah, it's hard, it's hard to leave that out. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even do it like that. Like it's and in rap, he top I think that's top four. The rap. But the top four rap albums this year, I think we could agree is Uzi, Baby, Gunna, Dirt, them four, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Right. Well, who are we looking forward to for the second half of the year? Dirt. You got he cause he he got an album with Metro supposed to drop in twenty one. I still I need I, oh, I, I, I want that twenty one album. What'd you say, Jay? Doug supposed to drop any. 
Yeah, I think they'll be dropping some too. Drake punk need a, I, I want Drake a big. Drake drop in the summer. I want well, a big Sean album. Drake was dropping next month, I think. I still yeah, want a big Sean album. Artists, I would say Sean Drake, album. Big Sean, and I don't know if Travis is going to drop this year, but I could use it. I'm I'm ready. I think Travis will drop towards the end of the year. Yeah. I could see some Travis dropping some towards the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, August, September, in that area. Huh? What'd you say, Jay? I want Rilo album. Rilo Rodriguez? Yes. You saw the cover, though? Ew. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Is it, it's like goat talk or something. Yeah, he yeah. got the goat drinking the lean out the cup. And he got, he, that might he, be uh, he, uh, uh, what you call it, bro? Uh, uh, yeah, half, yeah. his bottom yeah, half minotaur, is a goat. Minotaur, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. His bottom <laughs> half is a goat. It looks so funny, though. It looked funny, yeah. bro. It looked funny. The worst, it's the worst album cover since Dripper Drown 2. Dripper Drown 2, exactly. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> Dripper Drown 2 cover. You said what? No, I'm saying what was cover. About That's when he was underwater and he was, got the umbrella. <laughs> That's not a bad cover. That cover is horrible. He was in the water. <laughs> That's fine. I think. That was the worst album covers to, to one of were horrible. Like Slime Season 3 is all over the place. Slime yeah. Season 2. <laughs> but he got a drawing on it. But y'all gonna stop playing. Hey. Okay, Drip Season 3 cover was a little confusing. Wanna is his best cover, but yeah, I, I guess I agree. That yeah. was one, yeah. Like, you can't tell me uh the uh the the tape Dripper Drown was on. That that's horrible. It looked like Sway Lee oh, on there. Yeah, he looked like Sway Lee. Yeah. yeah. He he got some bad album covers. I ain't gonna care. He got some bad Dripper Drown 2 wasn't a good album cover. I mean uh mixtape cover. But the music delivers so gonna I think he's literally got better each and every time though. Like look at the progression. Yeah. Like he, he went here and then I don't even download uh Drip Season Two. That I didn't. I got. I like the song on there, but I didn't like the whole thing. One of A plus. The rest of them. Hmm. One of A plus. I give Drip Around Two a B. I like Drip Around. Drip Season know. Three is the greatest he's ever came out with. Project. Yeah, yeah that's the greatest he ever came out with. I like one of more than that. Oh, you crazy? I need more time. Man, that met, bro. That met Gala, but Gala hard. Make Gala, Argentina, and um, dollars on my head. I got a question. Oh, he got hits. He got hits. What's but, your question, Jay? So look, 2016 or 2020? Um, 2018. 2018. Oh, in, terms of, in terms of music? Yeah. Based off those two options? Yeah. Oh, give me 2016. <laughs> I don't know yet. Oh, no. Jace, I think it's too soon to say 2020, but I would definitely pick 2018 over 2016. Well, 2018, 2018 was a lot of music. That's when everybody released in 2018. What I could just get. What was I so good about 2018? Uh-huh. What was so good about 2018? Uh, Dial It, Astroworld, Swimming. Uh, like almost every Dream. artist you can think of dropped in 2018. That's yeah, how yeah. 2018 was. Yeah. Like, Ken, Ken, yeah, Kendrick didn't oh, drop. Oh, but 2016, bro, 2016 was, bro, that was a great year, bro. Life of Pablo, Birds. That was a great year. So you're not gonna name views? Views did come out. Yeah, here you go, but you already know how I feel about it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why they don't like views. I like it. I just think it was all color of book. Views, birds and trout, evolve. And evolve. evolve was not good. <laughs> Jeffrey. You, you didn't like this album, the high like I download yeah, songs. I, I, when I when I listen to a future project, I I, I I tend to want to like the whole project, and when I don't, I just say it's not good. I like songs though. Jace, ain't he tripping, bro? 
You tripping? I like songs. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I like songs though. I download the songs. I like Track songs. The sun, touch the skies. But the one with Travis on there, riding. Stairs, posted with demons. Trillionaire hard. Trillionaire hard. Up the river, pray for a key. Too comfortable, all bad. Out of space, bitch. Life is good. Last name Tycoon. Life is good. Right, he only had one song that I did not like. The songs at the end I already heard. 15, uh, the 16, right. 17 through uh, what you call it? Seventeen through twenty you want. All right, and then I like 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. He went on a run at the end. I didn't like the first three songs, but maybe I'll go back and listen. Somebody said they was good. He didn't like Trapped in the Sun. Right? He didn't like he said, Trapped in the Sun? He said, I hate when he rap like this. He's talking about the yellow Rory outside. I tried to the sun. Oh. I tried to the sun. I tried I tried to the sun. 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 I tried to it was at the moment, but now everything else came out. Yeah, <laughs> but you crazy. Uh, Jace, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I ain't got that. In oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we, before we close out, this might be funny. Jace, who, the, who, who better, baby or young boy? Okay. This is how I feel about this, okay? Right now, of course, it's baby. Of course. He got okay. the album of the year. He got song of the year. But their whole... Album, mixtape, everything. I got, I got young boy, bro. I got it. Demond, how do you respond? Young boy has never missed. Give me, give me a song that young boy, <laughs> young boy missed on. Give me one. Now, I've been told I'm not New Orleans enough for young boy. So. <laughs> He's not even from New Orleans. He's from Baton Rouge. No, I'm just saying. I, I've been told I don't have the roots, Jace. Okay. But for me, when I listen to Baby, bro, like, he be walking. He be walking on the beats. I swear to God, he do. <laughs> like, I'm talking about artists, bro. Like, go look at – if Baby on the future, bro, if he on the feature, bro, it's over with. You know he running the feature. Bro said I can't even do features like that no more. I got too many. I, he got Look, that's not different. true, Lil, Lil Wayne. Bro, it's, it's, it's okay, though. He made, Baby, he, made, he made a Fredo Bang song hard, so yeah. – but that's what I said. He hopped on. That song is hard. That song is hard. He hopped on. Marlo. I downloaded that song. That song is hard. You got folks like Baby hopping on uh people, and you be like, "Ooh, who is this?" And then you listen yeah. to the next song, and the next song be trash, but you be like, yeah. "I'm gonna download the Baby one." Though. Yeah. Uh, Fredo Bang first two songs. It was Baby and Melly. I yeah. see. Okay. I ain't download nothing else. Yeah, yeah Wayne. I like Fredo Bang on Melly's album too. Like I don't know. I just gotta. I never really like. Dived into his music like that. Yeah, I mean, like Jay-Z, can you name can you name me like three young boy features that went hard this year? Hang on, do D and This year, three young boy hard, three young boy features. Yeah, the one with the Migos on it that was hard. Wait, Derek didn't like that song. Hold on, stop. He didn't like that song. I, I didn't listen to it. Can Derek say he didn't like it? I played that's it for you. Music. Out loud, Bruiser. I'll take that one off then. Trillionaire was fine, though. Huh? Trillionaire. Is that Trillionaire? Trillionaire. I got... Trillionaire. The baby. The one the baby. You hear um, Jump? I think it was Jump. <laughs> what? Bro, turn <laughs> your damn sound on your computer off. Mike check one two check one stretch two. 
<laughs> let me let me give let me give you babies. Right. Blindfold with gunner. Okay. All right. Um, let me see. Then you got three headed goat. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Then you got. Have you heard first and the third or future? Of course. And Marlo. Of course. Yeah, bro. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's all you need. Then you got. You got that song with uh Stunner and the baby where he body that. Wait, we talking about period or like just in two thousand twenty? Twenty twenty, yeah. That seemed like forever ago, but it was twenty twenty. Yeah. And then you got uh, you got a song with Moneybag Yo that went hard, like. Just this year, bro, baby been running. I mean, baby hops on features like that. Young boy really don't hop on features like that. Yeah, hop on. A, no, he's not friendly with a lot of people, but they. He'll give Rich the Kid two features for the album. They cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like young boy, young boy verse would be hard, but the song I don't like it. I don't, I don't, I don't like. Uh, uh. Rich. <laughs> but get, if if baby have another year like 2020 again next year, or if he drop another one and it's like my turn, I gotta give it to baby. Because young boy tripping, he talking about he not releasing until he gets mine right. Like what you talking? Yeah, he, about? he gonna fall off. But I hey think, man, I think, hey man, let that mental health, mental health matters, man. It does, it does, it does. But when you continue, but like he, he didn't spoil his fan base. Yes, you know, I then, agree. He didn't, he didn't drop like six times in yes. one year before. Yes, like, I agree. I agree. He dropped. He dropped. He gonna fall off. That's on. the thing. That's the point where you feel like you dropped too much. It, yeah. it is the thing is dropping too much. Like yeah. Future had that run where he dropped a lot, but it wasn't a lot when you look back on it. It was like three or four projects. Yeah. It was never six. Or then I put a then I put a then I put a song on YouTube that you might not ever heard before. Exactly. And you listen to that. It's like he 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 record a lot clearly, so he have a lot of music he's sitting on, but oversaturation is real. Now, Jace, let me ask you real quick. Who the hardest rapper out right now? Right now? That's the my thought. No, nah, he asked me baby or young. How's it not one of them? It's baby. How's it not baby? It's baby. Like, how's it not him? It's dead, baby. He be walking on the beat. He, he, I be walking on the beach. Do you hear me? Yeah, like, it's baby. Yeah, it's baby. Yeah. I, just, I was just asking him. Yeah, it's I seen a girl tweet about his verse on the on We Paid. He said, he was like, if he was my baby daddy, I'd come back him too if he rapping like this. Nigga, 200 an occasion. Like, <laughs> it was like, he rapping so good. <laughs> he was my baby daddy. I'd come back to him too. Hey, Jada, not, she not stupid. She not, he gets 200 an occasion. Like, <laughs> what you supposed to do? <laughs> but yeah, Young Boy is releasing. He released two in 2018. He released five albums, bro. Like, or well, projects. I don't think they were albums. Yeah, only one was album. Was until Death Call My Name. Yeah, Death Call My Name. Dun, dun. That now that that smoke. Hey, Young Boy, two is the best album you had though. Yeah, but uh, the best. Yes, definitely. that's the one that make no sense. In I know, way. I know, I know his album that is. No skips. I think that's the best, but it got some bangers on there. Yeah, it has some skips. That's 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 I don't like really. I, I like Riller. Like I like that's, Soulja. That's, I like that's Soulja. my third. And, um, that's my third favorite one. I, project. Uh, it goes. Until Death Call My Name. AI Young Boy Two. Then Riller. 
too many problems. And, and, uh, and for, for, uh, for important, for respect, for loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's up there, too. Yeah. My favorite song off that project. I hope life. Baby drop again, though. I do hope he drop again this year, bro. Like, he definitely will have some features on a whole bunch of uh, albums and stuff like that. Drop. Oh, he got Lamborghini Boys he about to drop, though. I think that might be straight. Who? Lamborghini Boys. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think that might be straight. I think it's going to be like him, Gunna. And if they do that Super Slimy 2, like they supposed to do with Thug, Future, Gunna, oh. and Baby. He probably gonna be on Drake. He probably gonna be on Drake um album. Gotta put the world in the figure four. If they, they drop that super slime too, all four of them. Figure four. Bro, all four of them drop a project together. He been be on Rilo album, so I'm sure he's gonna have a hard verse on Rilo album too. So, right, yeah, he yeah, is a hard at, on some Atlanta Avengers. <laughs> Atlanta Avengers, they dropped that super slime too with all four of them on them. Yeah, now, oh, <laughs> I can't wait. That'll have it because it's like somebody's a super fan of one of them. Yeah, this might be the best year for music. It really might be. It really might be. Um, is that a podcast? Yes, it is, sir. Wrap mm-hmm. it up. Wrap it any, up. Man. Is there any news breaking? Demar just came out and said his uh his uh, computer died. Wrap it up then. Uh, no, I guess not. This will conclude episode 62 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Follow us at Pack Life Pod or Pack Life Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Beside me, we have my brother, Cut Carter. Cut Below me, we have Jace. He's been wanting to come on here for a minute, but the foot locker made him clean the whole stoats. <laughs> and we got DeMond on off screen. He's coming on the camera right now. Shout out to DeMond. <laughs> and last but not least, shout out Mace for tuning in. Uh, couldn't join after the share screen when we predicted the schedule. Shout out to him. And I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Thank you for tuning in, for rocking with us, even through Zoom. We can't wait to get back in studio. Also, shout out Lil B for the time he was here. We're going to get you right a little bit. We're going to make sure you don't experience these issues anymore so you can be back with us. It's been like a month. And cut getting, cut missing you. He ain't, he ain't arguing with nobody in the good a minute. And they're right. right last week. <laughs> uh, we out of here. Thank you. Do, 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 do. New pack light.